The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back, boys and girls, to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander, and right across from me is the future Miss Todd Colip. Todd Colip being a famous serial killer. Tammy, the stabity Underwood hyphen Colip. Good morning, Shut Tim. Up. Hi, everybody. And on the phone is my brother, Todd the Killer Colip. Morning, bro. I, I would speak, but Tammy's doing, you know, domestic abuse, and I'm a little scared. <laughs> you so know what? I'm not really sure. The you know what? That. That's awesome. So I, Drop so it, big guy. I may have to put up the bat. I may have to put up the bat signal and call one eight hundred bro code and uh, come get me, bro. Come get me. <laughs> I'm on my way with the truck, man. Let's pack your shit. We're gonna get out of there and get some beers. I'm oh good. my god! See, that's how it's done, girl. That's how it's done. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Okay. So hey, let's get. Oh, it's good. Go ahead, man. Hello? Me? Yes. Oh, you're going to say something. I'm here. Okay. So let's get right into the episode. Yeah. Guys, I got one for you guys that you have never heard of before, and I came across it by accident. This is out of the Middle East. His name is Saeed Hanaki. H-A-N-A-E-I. Hanaei? Whatever. A-K-A. His moniker was The Spider Killer. And you guys are going to learn why they called him that. Let's get into this. So in the city of Mashhad... Ravani Karanson in Iran, there was a monster and he's stalking the streets, right? He's armed with a false sense of doing God's work and claimed to set out to protect his religion. Later on in the case, as his case unfolded though, uh, it'd be proven that that was yet another lie from this madman. So Sahid was a construction worker. His lack of feeling for any real value for women is what I feel led him to kill hookers between the ages of 25 and 50 years old, between the years of 2000 and 2001. And his method, get this, you guys are going to love this one, his method of killing, it wasn't nothing gross. He used these women's own headscarves, because you know in the Middle East, everybody wears a headscarf. Right. Right? To strangle them to death. Holy cow. And he was quoted as saying, uh, and this was in court, by the way, in court. And what do we always say when you're in court? Shut the fuck up and don't say anything, right? Here's yeah. what he said. Yeah. I, I killed the women for the sake of God and to protect my religion. And he is thought to have killed 19 women, but he only confessed to 16 of them. 19? Yeah, 19 hookers, but he, he confessed to 16 of them. Oh, now, only Todd, 16. Todd's only got two women, that he, or three, three in total that he killed, but he, this guy's got 19. And none of the women nah, that Todd two. He's only got two. He oh, didn't kill right. the I, third one. I keep forgetting Kayla's still alive. My bad. That's hey, funny. it's well, she's trying to kill herself with heroin daily, but that's on her. I'm not taking responsibility on that one. That's true. That's true. I can't blame you for that one, can I? God damn it. <laughs> Why not? Everybody else has. No, no, that's true. That's true. Okay, so let's take a minute to talk about, uh, to look at a few things from the Middle East. So that way all of our listeners can really understand as far as what we understand about how things happen in the Middle East, one of the most notable things uh, that that's known, uh, it's a thing known as the morality police. Right. And I'm not sure if they still have it, but in 2000, they certainly did. 
They're in charge of making sure that the laws of the Quran, which is their Bible, are upheld, right? And it right. seems legit, right? That makes sense. You know, I mean, uh, the Muslim religion is what rules the Middle East, as far as I understand it. Um, right. Or in that culture, uh, you so with that culture, right, you would want the rules to be followed. Right. That makes sense, right? It does. Okay. I mean, while I might yeah. not agree with it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the Middle East is... Uh, I, I, I skipped something. I'm sorry. I, he got lost. I did. I started waving my hands around like I'm an Italian woman and <laughs> lost my train of thought. <laughs> so some of those rules, though, are things like, you know, not having sex before you're married right. and women being covered up properly. Right. And if I remember correctly, there's like, I think it had, there's a rule in like no dancing and there's like a list of rules. And I'll admit that I don't, I'm not totally sure what they all are. And I really didn't feel like having to look them up either. You didn't want to look them up. I didn't want to look through the rules of the Quran or nothing like that. Yeah. But I just wanted to kind of give a brief overview of what, right. kind of what's happening, you know. And uh, you know that you're not doing the right thing, however, when the press, who wants to please those who are in power, is on the side of the hookers that you that you killed. Right. That the police, the the, the all the powers, powers that be over there at the time are looking at it going, no, this dude's fucked up. Yeah, let's protect the hookers. <clears throat> And it was the Iranian press that gave him the name the Spider Killer, and this was because of his ruthless way that he killed his victims, okay. you know, with their headscarves. Right. And you're going to find out why here in a second. Okay. So Say. Okay. Yeah. Say was quoted as saying in court uh, something like, uh, "Killing women is nothing to me. It's like stepping on a cockroach." Oh my gosh. That shows his lack of respect for any or empathy for his crimes or anything. Wow. Wow. Follow the bouncing ball, boys and girls. Yeah, no, I'm just in shock. I, really don't like him. Would, I know that somebody would say something like that, but yeah, yeah I didn't like him either. Um as soon as when I read about him, I'm like, dude, this dude's a douchebag. Yeah. I mean, okay. You can almost see the psychopathy behind somebody who's out killing um women if they say, you know, if you find out and his mother will beat him up right. or he was molested by his sisters, you'd be like Okay, I kind of, I don't agree. Yeah, I don't yeah agree. like Edmund Kemper. Yeah, like Edmund yeah. Kemper. I, I don't oh, okay, uh, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Molested by your sisters. Now, I'm now from the South, and, and we don't <laughs> report that. We just call ourselves grateful. Just like, I, you'll notice that, you know, we have school, women school teachers are now getting arrested for having sex with, you know, teenage boys in school. That's a West Coast thing. Um, I know that is. I was going to say. Where in the hell were these hot-ass teachers when I was growing up? Because I'm going to tell you, I need a little extra teacher's attention. A lot. No shit. You can't, um, be, can't be start singing Van Halen. Got it bad, got it bad, got it bad. I'm hot for teacher. That's funny. I don't feel that. Hell yeah. But. Oh. You see, these people, these, 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 these uh, what did you call it, uh, morality police, they're still active. I, I watch the news a lot, uh, sometimes to watch it, sometimes to see what the hell's come up with my ass, you know, shit happens. Um, but the they're still there, and they're much like Southern Baptists, okay? Oh, okay. So they, they, they're very much like, you know, a little more, in a real west. I mean, it comes out, that's probably, that's, that's probably... Islamic for amen, but you get I was the drinking idea. my coffee, you asshole. Uh, you almost got me. God damn it! That was horrible. <laughs> but you see, you have you have you know the reason why the police came out with that. Now it is horrible that they you know they they, they want to stone 
the hookers and all this. But see, much like the Baptists, they, they're, they're, they're screwing them Monday through Saturday, and then we're going to condemn them on Sunday. Right. See, and that's, I, and remember that's Todd the said that. It, it's, it's true, though. I mean, that actually yeah. plays into the story. So remember Todd said that. Okay. Give me one Note to self. Note to self. I am a hairy beast. Yeah. I probably should shave. <laughs> you know what? Note to self. <laughs> Punch Scott in the nose. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, my God. Domestic, so he can call his bro. Abuse. No, so he can call his domestic bro. <laughs> I got. Hey, you know what? Don't think I can't get a truck there and, and, and a pizza and some beer and get him moved out. Because uh, that's what bros do. Bro code has firm rules. Yeah. Yes. I want to. No, I want to copy of these can't rules. Tell you, can't if you get the bro code book. A, we have to burn it, and the guy who gave it to you, we burn him too. Exactly. <laughs> you not allow you, that. You out. revoke his bro card. <laughs> That's how he becomes transgender. Hey, <laughs> that was bad. Hey. So yeah. I'm waiting for you to finish. I don't finish care if bro's got curse. I don't care if, if, if bro's gay as hell. But you give out the bro code book. It's your ass. You don't do that. But go ahead. Let's get back on subject. So you got this crazy ass Arab guy going around with a spider and trying to get his uh, hooker sex uh, Name thing the spider frustration killer. out. So check this out. Saeed actually forged papers to show that he worked for the morality police. Oh wow! Um, in order to harass people who he deemed were not fit, and, and he, you know, he, he we don't. About? Like, we don't need no stinking badges. We kill the prostitutes. We don't need no stinking badges. It's pretty much how he acted, right? So he's like harassing unmarried couples that were in public, women that weren't covered up properly. Y- y- y'all know the drill. Yeah. Y'all know the Everybody that he deemed yeah. unfit by the Koran. He had no real authority mm-hmm. to do a, a goddamn thing. You know, think of it like the American version of impersonating a cop. Right. That's exactly what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you lighting a cigarette? Mm-hmm. He always takes these long pregnant pauses. Because I'm pregnant yeah. with, a, with a food baby. Yeah, okay. That's so, what you're going to call Scott, it. Scott, I did not send you. I, I, I told you, bro, you got to stay away from my letters, too. My little fellows on them letters will get impregnate a, a fucking refrigerator. Close, man. <laughs> I, I had some good Put food, on. man. But, um, it's a food baby. So, so he was basically out there impersonating a police officer. Right, right. Okay. And he would harass the shit out of him, uh, you know, all, all these different people. Right? Well, he was arrested in, two, in April of 2001. And while he was in court, he had a lot of followers who said that the hookers really got what they deserved because, you know, they violated the Koran. You know, um, that was until... And remember what I said? Remember what Todd had said about having sex with him? Yeah. Yeah, he had a lot of followers until it was revealed that Saeed took at least 13 of his victims home with him, had sex with him, and then killed him after that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so so much. So he wasn't t- really, uh, you know, abiding by the morality clause. Exactly. That, gotcha. That's what I wrote here, actually, was so much for taking uh, the, the moral high ground, right? Yeah. Of yeah. course, several of his, his supporters were like, piss off. Waste like, not, want not. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I I think everybody needs a storage container. If you're going to abduct a hooker, keep him in the container. Might as well keep him. 
Keep you them, are so bad. Keep them fresh, man. Put a Ziploc seal around that shit. No, no, no. I have a better idea. Me and Scott have been talking about this. Yes. We get some land, and we're going to have a refuge for uh, strippers and hookers. Um, and have them, you know, when they, you know, they want to get away and they want to, you know, retire. We're going to put them out to graves in my fields. I was going to say, is it going to be your own bunny park. ranch? No, it's going to be a heavy petting zoo, though. Oh there, is a, there is, there, there is, a, there is a petting area and there is a volleyball court. And amazingly, there's, you know, KY stations everywhere. But it should happen. You're It's good customer service is what it is. It's got, you know, we're good customer service people. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. On with it. <laughs> so after his supporters, a lot of them said, you know, pretty well pissed off. They basically found out that Sahih was full of crap when it came to his morals and saving his religion. I think they should have known it all along, though. I mean, really. like, I mean, really. If your religion is so weak that someone else can ruin it by their life choices that don't affect you, then maybe... Mm-hmm. You have an issue and need a different religion, like for real, man. Yeah, you know, like uh, if if my neighbors were into, I don't know, a fucking Santeria, the Mexicans next door, it doesn't affect me, right? You know, I don't give a fuck what the hell they do. That's their business, right? So his reign of terror was so bad that the cops, the same ones who said no to hookers. Rounded up as many as they could to protect them from this dickhead. Wow. Like, they're all, we're, we got any, we, they're like, hello, we need to protect the hookers. Like Rochester police? Take him to Scott's house. <laughs> Take him to Scott's house. house. That this is the hooker storage facility right here. You guys are so bad. I got condoms and Lysol. We're good. Oh, my God. What? Yuck. Keep going. What? <laughs> what? This one is Lysol. You know what? It's women, that's why I said, what's the problem? Exactly, and I like what? women. So, by the way, that's saying a lot for the Middle East. When, when the criminals need, more, need to be protected from the actions of a serial killer, and you live in a place where the morality police strive to control how you live your life, maybe yeah. you're the problem. Maybe. And not the hookers. Just yeah. maybe. Well, yeah, that's just... So, <laughs> did it say how, I mean, are it... Did it go into how he lured them, or did he just, like, offer to pay for their services? He and... offered to pay for their services. Okay, gotcha. For, for the most part, yeah. he used that in the morality police. And by the way, there's not much to this episode, so we're going to have to discuss religion, laws, well, and yeah, stuff like that. But that's, that's what I was wondering. That's fucking is... Middle East. I can't get a lot of info out of there. Well, it, it's hard well, you're to get about You're talking about an area that's got to be the most sexually frustrating place on the planet. Let's face it. You have, for scenery, you have dirt, followed by dirt. Uh, there's no real entertainment. All women are wearing black bed sheets where you can always see eyeballs. Now, I have seen some women who have some gorgeous eyes, but ain't nothing going to get you going like a set of hips and tits, okay? Um, right, because they're not allowed to show like, you any have... kind of skin, are they? No. Yeah, I didn't think no. so. No. And, I mean, they wear all these little scarves and stuff, and, see, that is why I think you know, if they would just go ahead and take the scarves off and everything else and ran around in, you know, G-strings and culture tops or cut-off shorts or, you know, just daisy boot the hell up, you would have so much less violence, and they would go home and get their freak on instead of sitting around going, and trying to make bombs. Because let's face it, 
Dude, if you got some coochie to go home to and you got some Budweiser and you got some stuff going on, you have a reason to live. When you know what the woman looks like underneath that black bed sheet, you got no clue, can't touch it, can't do nothing with it. I mean, looking at blowing yourself up starts looking more desirable. Because, you know, you're so sexually frustrated that the possibility of 72 virgins in the next lifetime is a good idea. Here's what Can you imagine they threw that shit at Southern... Can you imagine they threw that shit at Southern Baptist? <laughs> Holy shit. Here's what gets me, though. Like, you know... Todd, you and I think about the dating game here in, in the U.S. You see a woman, you know if she's attractive, you know if she's not, you get a good look at her and what have not. What if the woman that you're after, she's, she's, you know, she's wearing the whole, I, don't, I can't remember what the hell the whole thing's called that they... It's called a... Um, a hijab? Burka. Is it a burqa or a hijab? It, oh, it could the, be... No, the hijab is the, the headpiece. The hijab is the head, headdress. Yeah, oh, it's the headdress. Okay. I think the burqa is the whole outfit, I think. So so, so you go to... You yeah. don't have to be lonely at... Uh, at, at Farmersonly.com? At... Stop com. that. And, 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 and you meet a chick, right? And you... You meet for the first time, you're looking at her eyes, go, wow, she has gorgeous eyes. But you have to keep Man. in mind that a lot of the, they don't even date over there. They're arranged marriages. But we're just saying hypothetically. Yeah, I was just, you know. And then everything goes good, and the first time you get to see her, she's going to be gorgeous, man. You know, I bet her body's rocking. She takes that thing off. You're like, Jesus fucking Christ. What are, you're not even, are you a person? See, that's not nice. Jesus. Got a buck tooth going on. <laughs> I think that's a snaggle tooth. That thing looks sharp as shit. And I, I'm, not, I'm not even sure. Is that a third eye in your forehead? Stop that. What the hell is that? You didn't have that cut out. Why so. do you think? Why? Why? Why do you think goats are so popular over there? Because they're not mad. Oh my god. Oh my Who's your daddy? <laughs> okay, so check this out. Sixty seconds remaining. Sahid had a, oh, a list no. of eighty people that he intended to harass or kill. So you got to put some more money on this. It's going. It's going to time out. Can it's going to kick me out. Yeah, I gotta. Yep, she's working on that right now. Uh, and he was hanged in 2002 mm. after being found guilty of murder. That is what I liked about the story, by the way. Mm. There's, a, there's not a bunch of appeals or yeah. shit like that. Keep in mind, so he confessed to his crimes, and and they had the evidence to prove their case. You have 30 seconds remaining. I'm, I'm getting on He there. went down boasting about what he did. And I feel that, uh, that, that we should have the same quickness here in the good old USA, by the way. I mean, honestly, uh, why keep a person on death row who has no remorse for what they did and no thoughts of making changes to be- become safe for society? I think we lost him. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah, are. he's there. We no, got 30 there. seconds. We got like uh, 15 seconds. Okay, well, I'm how much? 20? Yeah, throw 20 on there. Okay. That's. Oh, oh. now we lost him. Yeah. I've tried to get on there it's all right. to do it. What we're going to do is. All right, we got Todd back on the line right now. Let's boogie with this. So we were talking about uh, Saeed, right. the one who killed the hookers. Right. Um, I'm trying to bring him back up right now. As a matter of fact, there he is. Anywho's, um, that's what I, I, I think that we need that expedience here in the U.S. Though, I mean, we have a lot of people that no, he get the death penalty, right? He, he did. He was okay. he was actually hanged in oh, uh, okay. in uh, 2002. Oh wow! Like the next year, right? And Holy that's that's why I was saying the expediency. Because okay, I understand that you know if if somebody's convicted of of murder 
and they do show some remorse. I understand keeping him alive, man. Let's let's try to you know, get him back into society. I understand. That. But this guy went in there like, I'm proud of what I did, jihad, or whatever the fuck he said, you know, with killing these women. Yeah, but you basically that he was doing a service to yeah, me. You can't take the moral high ground, though, no. when you're fucking the hookers that you say are, you know, yeah, are wrong. Yeah, exactly. How are, how are they wrong if you're the one purchasing the service? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, are you not just as guilty as they are of the immorality? And if loving hookers is wrong. You don't, don't want to be, be right. right. <laughs> no, I knew you were going to go there. But see, you can't take, you, yeah, where the, uh, it's the morality behind it. So you're you're violating morals as much as they are. So. Exactly. You know, it's uh, it's kind of. But the then flip it's a male dominant society too. Well, it's, it's kind of the flip side of what we were talking about on the on the previous episode with the domestic violence right. here, where women get away with it right. and guys don't. But over there. Women don't get away with shit. No, they don't. They're they, they basically are they are sub, you know, substandard citizens over there. They like have no rights. They basically. should be here too. And that's why they should all come to Todd and Scott Todd and Scott's Hooker Refuge, <laughs> where they get you know, just, housing and taken care of and daily rubdowns. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. It could be Scott and Todd's. It could be Scott and Todd's. I, I just presumed. I'm just happy bad. being involved in it. You um, have no idea. I'd be like, Todd and I are working this farm together. We're, we're, we're doing God's work. We're doing you know, the Lord's they're work. They're not farm animals, people. See, I don't know, but I'm sure going to hand feed. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, you guys are so bad. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, no, it's like in. Um, but I mean, I'm very, I'm very against killing prostitutes. I mean, they're providing a service whether you like it or not. The fact is, the fact that she just did you for money for whatever reason, um, or whatever. Yeah. That's 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 some weak shit. That's some weak shit. Okay. Uh, she's not she's not selling her coochie because she she just likes that lifestyle. Whether it's because she needs to pay rent to get to to buy food for the kid. <laughs> Uh, or she needs to fucking pay pay the the dope dealer or whatever the hell it is. Maybe it's the only job she knows how to do, and I'm sure there's a Miss Bud Lights commercial for her. But <laughs> I'm gonna start um, writing Bud Light commercials just light. for our episodes. Oh my god, you guys are horrible. But oh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, killing killing women is is fucked up. I find it really fucked up, and um, especially when you're gonna play this sanctimonious. Always told me to do it. Right. I mean, I want to get the fuck out of here. That, that's bullshit. Right. I mean, you don't just go kill it there, especially if you're already tapping that ass first. Yeah, you okay? can't take the moral high ground. And, and, yeah. and then you're going to No, I mean, you've already gone ahead and, and, and got your Abdullah off, and then all of a sudden now you want to, uh, uh, you know, you knock the burka right off that damn thing. And, and then, oh, but you're a hooker. Right. You know what you say after a hook? You know what you say to a hooker after you do that? The words are thank you. And next Thursday? Yes. Um, but, you know, because the only thing better than a hooker doing you is that you get a return visit for next week. She says, same time? Hell yeah. See, but, I mean. I don't hate them. I don't right. No, I yeah. was just, I would just, what was I going to say? Oh, I was just going to say something about the, the fact that, you know, over there, if a girl says no to a man for any reason, it's like the man has the right to, you know, kill her, it seems like. And I don't think, you know, I don't know. I'm glad that they actually 
went out there and they, you know, the morality police were protecting them, at least. You Which know? is actually, like, if you think about it, that's a huge shocker. It is, is a shocker, but I'm glad they did because... And that is why America is the best country on the friggin' planet where a woman can say no, and three beers later, it's still okay to say right. no. Um, but, I mean, damn. You yeah. know, it does, does not mean that we need to have a bunch of refugees from Iran moving over here. Our taxi service is already messed up enough. Please don't add to it. That's fucked up. Oh, my God. That was messed You know what, Scott? Stop that. It's called uvulating. Thank you very much. I hate you. What? I hate you both. See how much hate we catch from her? Todd and I are all about the love, man. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. No, I mean... But but like I said, I'm glad that uh, there was. Remember, always pet, always pet your, always pet your hooker front to back, never back to front. They don't like that oh shit, goodness. and it tastes funny afterwards. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Stop what? it. Both are not nice. Turn it around, Scott. Turn yeah, it around. Right. You're on the wrong so, end. Um, it's like crap. Turn her over, shut man. Up. It's but it's like the Rochester Police Department. You know, we've talked about them before. Remember how. Uh, they started saying, hey, no, we have a problem here. Yeah, that was with Shawcross. Yeah, with Shawcross, when Shawcross was, you know, murdering prostitutes. You know, but, I mean, but we don't have that here in Oregon. Look at what we're dealing with in Portland right now. No, and, and that's so, true. That's why I always, I mean, I'm a huge supporter of uh, Rochester, New York Police Department. Yeah. Because they, uh, they, they, they work their hook book. They yeah, know, they they know their hookers. They know if they're safe. They know mm-hmm. if they're not safe. Out here, and in a lot of states... When it comes to hookers, there's not a lot of protection. It's like, you know, a lot have to die, and it has to become a media frenzy before the cops go, oh, no, we were working on the case. We really weren't. Yeah. No, you weren't. Well, you weren't it, even looking at it. Yeah, they did that with Lonnie Franklin Jr., remember? Yeah. Yep. It's like the grim the grim sleeper, whatever they called it. Yeah, grim sleeper. Because it's like he was out there murdering prostitutes, but they didn't even warn the population. That it was happening. Right. You know, they're like, oh, and then it's like when the news breaks and everything and somebody breaks the story, then it's like, oh, yeah, we've been working the case all this time, all these years. No, you weren't. You were sitting down there not doing Jack. So. I don't do Jack either. I don't like him. Anyways. I don't know. A little candlelight, some wine. You never know. But not right now. Well, I mean, speaking from experience, I mean, while I've never went out there and killed prostitutes, I will tell you that, I mean, killing some of the, uh, drug scum and stuff that I did, which doesn't make it right. I understand killing criminals is criminal. It is. And now I have learned my lesson, and I'll try not to do it again. But the fact that I was killing criminals, law enforcement didn't give a damn. And when families went to them on several cases and went, I don't know where Johnny and Megan and, you know, whoever the hell else I don't know where they are. Law enforcement pulled up their records and saw that it was longer than an arm and went, yes, ma'am, we'll check into this. While their mind was going, we don't give a shit. Right. See, and- I mean, they got, they got free coffee and donuts out of Dunkin' Donuts for them fellas, and uh, that takes a lot more presence than that kind of crime. So, the, you know, when police departments follow up on it, congratulations, you're doing your job. I commend that. Because uh, I actually like law enforcement. I know I'm in prison the rest of my life. Uh, I deserve what I got. Uh, but I'm not against law right. enforcement. No, I, I mean, I agree. Strange concept, no, huh? No, not really. But... but the same thing happened out here. We covered a case where uh, 
some drug using ladies and some that were hookers. They got killed and yeah, yeah some p- missing and murdered women yeah, in and, Portland. And the cops really didn't care as soon as they found out. Oh well, she was in drug. You know, was supposed to go to drug treatment, or this person had a drug problem, or this person was a hooker. They didn't really care. It seemed until the media and especially one of the moms um, who I've gotten to meet got involved. Yeah. And, and the all, families are doing the investigation, basically. Yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden the cops are all, oh, see what great job we're doing? We're yeah. investigating this. No, you no, weren't. No, you're not. You weren't doing yeah. a damn thing until the families started doing your job yeah. for you. Exactly. Exactly. You know, because mm-hmm. remember, I mean, back in June, they were saying how, oh, they're not related. These cases aren't related and everything like that. And it's like, Bullshit. And now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we knew that they were related. No, you didn't. <laughs> you know, I don't even think they knew, knew that they were related until we broke it open and mentioned yeah. it on the fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, you know, because we were like representing month, the Yeah, we were and then a month the later, it's like, oh, yeah, they're, you know, and it's, no. I just, it's just disgusting. It's disgusting. If any one demographic all of a sudden goes to the, if any demographic, whether it's school teachers Hookers or Walmart, Walmart greeters, for that matter. Which honestly, you had it coming. <laughs> do um, you do if you shop at Walmart? Period. <laughs> and this happens to. Hey, you know, if you if you're if you don't you don't want me to go down that road because I I'm, I'm not a, I'm not doing real well with the, with with the greeters. Just like I got a real beef with the Salvation Army, you know, bell ringers at Christmas time. Right. Uh, I have put condoms and bullets in the tin before. Um, yeah, but yeah. So, but I mean, when you're doing that kind of shit, you got you got some messed up people, and they they deserve. If you're not repentant and you don't understand that death penalty, and when you get the death penalty, stop this pussy fine. Twenty, thirty years, half those guys die from old age. Oh, yeah. Okay, if the if their whole philosophy is you're so dangerous. That we have to take you not just out of society for life, but you, you know, a max, maximum security prison is not enough. Supermax is not enough. We got to take you out of the equation because you're so dangerous we have to kill you. Then why in the shit does it take 20, 30 years to execute right. if it ever happens? Right. <laughs> I'm thinking 364. I'll give you that. You got 364 to do an appeal. If you can plead on that and, and, and come up with something, hey, I got it. it, it on 365, walk them down the damn street, end it. Yeah. I also don't like the idea of, of executions behind all these fences and gates and these little cute little viewing rooms for only a real small handful. Well, Scott believes now, in public hands. If you want to make death penalty, if you... <laughs> And there we go. I'm cool with that. Personally, I'm a guillotine guy. Oh, I would love that one, but, too. I mean, you have... You, you, you come out here, and, uh, you know, as far as you've done something so vile, so dangerous, so much work, you know, you voted Democrat. I mean, some stupid shit like right. that. You just need to be... I mean, make it public. Yeah. Put it seriously in front of the town square... Put it in the paper at noon today. Make it Saturday because you know they got to go to church on right. Sunday. Um, go out there and publicly execute Sir Fuck a Lot 
and be done with it. And, and all the kids come out like they did back in the old West and go, holy shit, maybe I don't want to steal. Maybe I don't want to, uh, I don't want to shoot somebody because they're going to lynch my, was, was it hanging? Yeah. They're going to hang me in the public square. Yeah. And people got the message. Maybe I don't want to do that shit. There was immediate punishment. Right. They didn't drag you around for decades. See, I've said the same thing for rapists yeah. and child molesters. And and here's my here's my 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 thought behind it. Let's say that you're you're living next to two little girls and you're like, I want to get a piece of those. But then on the news, public hanging happens and you see a dude who just molested some kids and he's getting himself the guillotine or hung. Maybe, just maybe, you're gonna see that and go. Yeah. You Not know, today. as much as I would love to abduct and molest those kids, maybe I should not do that because if I get caught, I'm going to die in public like today. Yeah. Like it's going to happen now. I bet you that put the kibosh on a lot of it. And if it didn't, at least the ones that you catch, we ain't got to worry about re- releasing yeah. them back into the wild. Yeah. Exactly, because you know they're going to reoffend anyways. I'm cool with that. If you get, it's like if you get caught in, in some of these states, Florida, uh, which is my birth state, has the idea of coming out with it. If you get caught selling drugs and somebody dies, i.e., fentanyl, but then again, people die from a lot of shit. Now, I have no problems with people smoking weed. I personally do not like weed, but for those who do, hey, smoke one for me. <laughs> But if you're into heroin, crack, um, some of these messed up drugs where you're taking all these crazy ass shit because that causes so much crime, you know, people selling themselves, people doing all the crime to get it, all, all the shit. As far as I'm concerned, you are a major, major plague on society. I agree with that being a distance. So if you get caught with you know, intent to dis- dis- uh, with distribute, manufacture, any of that, you're checking out next Friday. Take it t- go through the c- court, and then you get executed. That's, you know, you want to have a war? You know, the war on drugs? I'll show you how to win this shit. Facts, man, facts. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I'm over here keeping quiet. No. <laughs> wow, it's your turn this time? Yeah. Well, Todd and I are talking about murdering people? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like hey, I said, I've, I've always been I'm on sorry, the fence. but I mean, if you, get, but... if you do, and it's too damn, I mean, you go to prison, prison sucks, okay? It truly sucks in here. For those of you who think we're all sitting around with big screen TVs and hot plates and they bring us our Hustler magazines, basically all the shit you see in DMX movies, that shit ain't right. real. Okay, that is someone's figment to look cool for the movies. I live in a friggin' bathroom with nothing in it. It sucks. The food is unbelievable. There's nothing good about it. So you treat it, sucks. Okay, and honestly, considering the crimes we do, it should not be a wonderful place. It should be it should be safe, safe and comfortable for for that manner. But it shouldn't be glamorous. And I get that. But if you're a if you're a fuckhead that you have gone off and done so damn much bad shit that you they need to put you on death row, they need to ha- they need to check you out. And honestly, if you make more and more crimes, 
that kind of offense, you don't have the expense of prisons. You don't have to deal with the guards. You don't have to deal with all the nonsense. Johnny, Johnny sold dope to a bunch of school kids. Three of the kids died from fentanyl. Well, what do you do? Right. We're going to hang Johnny on the town square. Right. And we're not going to have that problem anymore. Now, in Islam, as far as some of these Islamic countries, you have that offense. Now, I thought that if you got caught being a hooker, you got stoned to right. death. But so the fact that the morality police came back and saved them is interesting. I mean, I'm thinking it's uh, about Captain Savaho, but uh, much of like, you know, the fact that, you know, when a woman's getting beat up, I would, of course, ask the guy to leave and then, you know, console you, pat your head, fuck your brains out. Um, this is just fucked yeah. up. Kill him. No, I agree. So where were I we? I agree. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I know that was hard for you. I know that was hard for you to say today. But then I agree with you. <laughs> no, no because I mean, say. I look at it this way. Because I mean, I've had this conversation with an inmate on death row right now in California that it costs the state more to house an inmate yeah. on death row than it does to house an inmate in general population. Period. And so you know, yes. it's like people because. Yes. It, it just does because the state pays for the, you know, the attorney, the appellate attorneys and everything like that. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that there should be a expedient process. If the state's going to uphold the death penalty law, then there needs to be an, an expedient process and they don't drag it out for 20, 30, 40 years. Right. But I think part of that, though, is what we need. Which, by the way, for South, for South Carolina, they have been arguing over and over and over, because now they have three methods of execution because the state just signed they can get the uh, lethal injection back. We have the firing squad and the electric chair. And yet they are again arguing whether or not it is humane to have the uh, executions. I'm pretty sure that argument has been done a century ago. I don't know why we're arguing over it. Take them out. Be done with it. I volunteered, not even joking. I volunteered. The news came on and said they were having a problem finding people to actually be part of the firing squad uh, for real because of the emotional distress of a guy pulling the trigger on another human being. I, and the good nature person that I am, offered the state to be their executioner because I have a resume, I have references, I have experience, and... When it's done, I'm not going to be a, a, a basket case. I'm going to go back. I'm going to get my sandwich and go back to my room. Like, all right, well, my, my job's down for today. Call me when you need me. Um, they need to open that bad boy up again. Yeah. You know, if you've got a rapist out there, you got a rapist out there. I mean, depending upon the case and how it is, sometimes you've got to turn back around and, you know, maybe you can re-educate him. Whether you beat his ass Put him in prison, beat his ass. I don't know. Whatever the hell you want to do, okay? Uh, if you got a repeat offender, cut his junk off. Yeah. I guarantee you, you march a guy up on a, on a damn uh, stage in the middle of town square, and you cut his junk off in front of public, there's not going to be a guy there that even thinks about that shit. Ever. Yeah. Oh, hell well, no. See, and 
you know, and I, like I said, I've, I've always been kind of on the fence about the death penalty because I've always said, like, you know, why is the state getting away with doing to you what they're punishing you for? Um, but at the same time, I've also said that if it's going to be in a state, they should include child molesters and rapists because you're killing a part of that child forever, you know? Um, it's just, I think they should... State kills a criminal... It, they get they get hazard pay. I kill a criminal, and I become exactly. a criminal. Um, <laughs> but you know, I just yeah. You know, it, 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 if a dad if a daddy goes out if a daddy goes out there and the child molester touches his kid and daddy pops him, I, I'm like that one father in that airport. Remember, I mean, Scott? I was at a bus station. No, it was an airport, and then, yeah. then, there, then, then there was one in Texas where. Um, the uh, the, the uh, guy touched uh, uh, this other guy's kid. That dad went and blew him away, and the state of Texas went, well, fucker needed killing. But I also think in the prisons, though, and we got to wrap this episode up because we're almost at the hour marker for the radio station, but uh, we need rehabilitation. There's some criminals that can be rehabilitated, and that yeah. came to real fruition for me when I was talking to Monk Steppenwolf. Oh, yeah. Who's in, who's in Michigan. He said, man, they put me in the hole for two years straight, and he goes, I admit it, man, I was a loser. I was a piece of shit before they put me in the hole. But I took that two years to work on me, and he actually wrote a thing for the governor way huh? back when called um, and, and explaining how you can eliminate the recidivism of people coming back to prison. And it's, you know, and, and had a whole plan on, on, on a program for that. And Monk is now in his 80s. He's not a threat to anybody. Yes, he's a serial killer. But <coughs> at his age... He's not a threat. Yeah. You know, you can put him into society, and the worst he's going to do is talk to people. That's it. He's not, he's not, he's not going to be doing any of the killing. Yeah. He'll, he'll talk your ear off, but no. No, I, I love talking to Monk, man. Right. Monk's, but Monk's a good guy. No, I, I agree with you. And that, that's one of the things, though. There has to be an it, expedient it, process. If the, public, if the public wants to release me, I'm sure I can find a bunch of, bunch of nice homes that will take me in. And I will no longer be a stress on, on the economy of the, of the state anymore. So, you know, free Todd. Free Todd state. today. Todd um, and I together would build a business that would take over the fucking planet. Oh, my goodness. Anyways. But I, 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 but I cannot tell you that I would not kill again. Although I will tell you that I went after criminals. It doesn't make it right. I agree. I'm now looking back. Bad life choices. I own up to it. I don't try to beat around the bush, but I mean bad life choices. Some people can't be rehabilitated, but if your ass is on death row, you're there because clearly you're too much of a threat. Right. Stop well, abusing. Chances, them. Take them out. But the chances of a make it humane. But the chances of a child molester rehabilitating is slim. I agree with that. I agree. I'm sorry. It is. I mean that they are pretty much the ones that you know are going to reoffend. So. Yeah. Well, then the, the the I got out of I got out of prison after 15 years, and I'm gonna tell you, I didn't I didn't jaywalk. I wanted to follow every law possible, and I wasn't doing shit. And then people started harassing me, and when someone came at me with violence, I reverted back to what I was taught as a kid, put it down. I mean, my family was a very violent sort, and of course, in prison, and they're not really known for. Uh, uh, Kindness and, and being gentle. I mean, it's, it's a violent right. world. 
and I mean, I reverted back to what I knew. You can't get out of prison and, and never and never reoffend again. I never had an intent to. Yeah. I agree with that. But I'll tell you, if you don't, if you, but letting me out without parole with nobody supervising me was a friggin' mistake. Yeah. I should have had something, someone to talk to, someone to deal with it. Because when I got, got myself in the corner, I went to law enforcement, they told me, deal with it. I, yeah. So I did. Wow. Probably not appropriate, but shit happened. Yeah. Um, these guys that are doing all this, all this crazy shit, and this Saeed guy, I mean, being serious, the guy, the guy was killing hookers. And was proud of it. There's no way to spin that yeah. good up. Yeah, I mean, whether you're killing hookers or, or anybody else, um, that's bullshit. Yeah. That, that's, that, that, there's no cause for that, okay? If you were killing something that had, a, had majorly done something, a, a violation, um, hurt your kid, hurt your woman, um, there's, there's a lot of reasons why I could say, hey, you know, you had it coming. But you went out, picked up a hooker, you slept with her, and then you got all high and mighty and went, well, now I got to choke you with your, your, your scarf. Uh, that's bullshit, which is why I think the Middle East should go scarfless and get rid of the burkas. And if they, all these women run around with, like, you know, some, some short shorts and some halter tops, showing off that little belly button ring, I'm telling you, the sexual frustration would end, the bombings would end, you know. We could just hold hands and go, and everybody be happy. Hey, speaking in their native tongue. You know what, Scott? What? Not okay. Oh, fine. Fine. I'm the bad guy here. No, he's the bad guy, too. See, Todd, you you and I are always in trouble. That's not what you told me last night. I put my head down, and I went, that's not what you told me last night. I put my head down, and I went, and you just keep going. You find out. You just keep going until you find out. You know what? Stop it. Oh my god. This is why we're in trouble. This is true. <laughs> Todd and I are always in trouble though. Honey, I'm I'm always in trouble. No, but still, I mean It doesn't matter what we do, we're wrong. I'm telling you. You are. But anyways. You didn't ask, you didn't ask, you didn't ask me on the show because I'm gonna sit around and go like, Oh gee, I totally agree with you. I should just go ahead and say yes and dear and, and you know, I should just not be overly uh, confrontational. Yeah, you're always confrontational. It. But, you <laughs> know, no, it's it's just, you know. I'm a, I'm a serial killer who ran a business. Yeah. I'm a pilot. I kind of have that alpha thing going for me. Yeah. You know, uh, women don't beat my ass. No, stop that. I buy them. I buy him a drink, apologize for what I did, smile at him, and next thing I know is we're having makeup sex, like every American man does. Don't you know what? I don't. Uh, we're not getting into this conversation all, again. All, <laughs> all problems can be solved with a gift card to Bed Bath and Beyond or a Zales card. All problems. Look, honey, I know you're mad at me. I slept with your sister. I know it was bad, but here's a nice tennis bracelet because I was thinking of you. Oh, yeah. You, I'm getting asked Then you say you're almost as good as your sister. Oh, my gosh. What? Don't you have to wrap this episode up? I do, goddammit. Remember, boys and girls, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. 
Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. Log on to Facebook and join Citizens of Brutal Nation. Interact with us. Don't forget to get onto Amazon and purchase Todd's book that he wrote with uh, with Tammy called SK101, a satirical method That's of That's a being. dark humor guide That's to becoming it. a serial killer. Well, I, I, I might not want to use big words like satirical because some people might listen to what What's that mean? Does that mean I'm supposed to kill people? Don't kill anybody, dumbass. Right. Fuck's sakes, man. It's dark humor. It's funny. It's funny, but don't do it. That's a relax. Don't do it. And he's... Oh, my gosh. Getting my gay on over here. This show's copyrighted 2023 by Twisted Blue, LLC. All rights are reserved. If you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast except for Metal Cross Radio, they're lying, thieving bastards. And we'll talk to you guys later on. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>